This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Sponsorship for this show comes from SoFi Invest. Alternative investments are now available on SoFi. Unlock the potential to build and protect your wealth with alts, including real estate, venture capital, pre-IPO unicorns, and more at SoFi.com slash T-Boy. Alternative investment funds have unique risks, including the risk of loss, may charge high fees, can be illiquid, and aren't suitable for all investors. Investors should carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and important information contained in a fund's prospectus prior to investing. SoFi Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Today's show is sponsored by Acura. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Thursday, the new Friday, January 11th. And today's pod, it is the best one yet, Jack. This is just a T-boy, man. Nick and I are serving up the top three pop business news stories you need to know today. But Jack, before we hit the show, we should share something because we've been getting a lot of DMs, a lot of messages from the Yetis out there about what happened to our videos on Spotify. Yes, we announced in December that we sadly had to shut down video on Spotify. Unfortunately, besties, because of technical limitations, we just couldn't monitor monetize this show through ads on Spotify with video. And since advertising is the main way this show makes money, we sadly had to turn off video on Spotify. We miss letting you see our faces. Trust us. And we hope there's a technical fix that lets us turn video back on. But in the meantime, Jack, you can still watch us, our videos on YouTube every day, any day. The cameras are on right now. I'm looking at the camera as we speak. And you can catch highlight clips on social at T-BoyPod all the time. So our faces aren't gone. They're just a little harder to find, unfortunately. Or maybe fortunately, Jack. <laughs> First story for today's show. What do we got, man? For our first story, we found the first ever pure play car wash stock. Mr. Car Wash. They built a $3 billion business by buying your local car wash. For our second story, it's Instacart. Instacart's newest product is a physical smart shopping cart. Actually, a genius shopping cart. Instacart created a chauffeured shopping cart that's also a cash register. And our third and final story, the top trending New Year's resolution is no spend January. Oh, it's not planuary? I thought it would be planuary, January. It's no spend January. Yeti's no spend January reveals the power of the Finfluencer. That is three fantastic stories I cannot wait to hit. Love the mix today, Jack. But first, Nick and I want to tell you about a big new feature coming to your phone. And you never saw it coming. Literally. Literally. <laughs> because the next generation of smartphones will be able 
to smell. Jack, can you repeat that? The newest smartphone technology is a sense of smell. Yeah, it's not a cell phone. This is a smell phone. Get this, besties. An Israeli startup called Mobile Physics already invented a nose for your phone. Okay, what we're saying here is they built a nose that you can stick into your phone. That is a real thing right now. And they believe that Samsung, Google, and Apple will plant that nose into their future smartphones. Jack, I'm sorry. Can you grab me a handkerchief? We got a question on this one. Why do phones need noses? Well, there's actually a pretty good explanation, isn't there, man? Yeah. If your phone has a nose, it can detect the air quality around you from pollution. Smell phone. It could be a smoke alarm in your pocket. If you accidentally left some slamming salmon broiling in the oven for too long? Uh, your smell phone's going to smell that smoke before you do. Ding, ding, ding. It's going to start ringing. And that could save the slamming and the salmon. <laughs> but Yetis, Jack and I think they could actually take this smelling feature technology even further into your phone. Why stop at safety? A smell phone. It could use scent to identify a wafting scent of wine. Or it could act as like Shazam but identify smells, not music. Oh, what's that smell? One sec. Let me just whip out my iPhone, which can smell, Jack. Your iPhone could even warn you when you smell. <laughs> oh, one sec. My phone just told me I should take a shower. That's offensive, but I guess I should do that, Jack. I'm glad they told me. Yetis, your next phone could have a better sense of smell than you do. That's not a camera lens. That's a nostril. Besties, let's hit our three stories. Actually, my phone says I have a great musk today. <laughs> <laughs> now let's hit our three stories. Let's hit them. 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea to cause a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, cause we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. For our first story, your favorite local car wash is probably about to become a Mr. Car Wash. Mr. Car Wash shows why American mom and pop businesses are selling to corporate roll-ups. Jack, let's go back about a decade, back when you were working in banking. You were covering the car industry. And remember what you shared with me when you were covering the car industry, man? I covered car companies, tier one suppliers, and tier two suppliers. And that is a highly cyclical industry. It's unpredictable, isn't it, man? That's what you always told us. Yeah, highly cyclical. When the economy's doing well, Americans buy lots of new cars. When it's not doing well, they buy no cars. First customers want an SUV. Then they want electric. Then they want leather. Then they want pleather. They're all over the place. And then they may stop buying cars altogether. But there's one part of the car industry that is extremely reliable. What is that, Jack? The car wash. Yeah, it is during an economic downturn. You don't buy a new car, but you do keep washing your car. And when the economy's strong, you also keep washing your car. It just happens to be a new car. That is how Mr. Car Wash hit a $3 billion valuation this year. They have 425 car washes in America. And they all have extremely reliable car washing. Yetis, this is the largest national car wash brand in the United States. It's basically the McDonald's of cleaning your Dodge Ram. And here's the news. Jack, what do we got? Analysts at Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs just issued competing stock reports. Okay, they disagree on whether you should buy Mr. Car Wash stock or whether you should sell Mr. Car Wash stock. Wells Fargo likes the stock. Goldman doesn't. So Yetis, Wall Street is torn on Mr. Car Wash's value. So what do we think, Jack? We're going to jump in T-Boy style to the business. Now to sprinkle on some context here, Yetis, Mr. Car Wash 
It isn't a he him situation. No, the mister is for the mist of water that gently cleanses your car as you go to their car wash. Because this business depends upon the conveyor belt. That's like their core asset, isn't it, man? It's one giant conveyor belt. So you put your car in neutral and just relax as your car is pulled through a sudsy tunnel. And now here's what Jack and I found fascinating about the business model. The profit puppy for Mr. Car Wash is the unlimited car wash. It's the unlimited wash club because 2 million customers have signed up for that subscription program. They have 2 million customers <laughs> in their loyalty program. That's like almost as big as Wendy's, I think, Jack. I know. And 70% of their sales come from those clean, loving drivers who pay 20 to 30 bucks a month for unlimited car washes. What a little Irish spring on my tailpipe, please. <laughs> <laughs> but how did Mr. Car Wash quadruple in size over the past decade, Nick? Were they doing it by growing sales because more cars were bought? Like, what is driving their sales growth, man? Acquisitions. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Eddie's, it's a pretty simple growth strategy over at Mr. Car Wash. Mr. Car Wash has been writing checks to mom and pops and convincing them to sell their local car wash to them. Because besties, the car wash industry, it's actually a super fragmented, like super local industry out there. Yeah. Three quarters of America's car washes are owned by moms and pops who own just one or two locations. It's like Tommy and Son's car wash over on Route 9. If you hit Route 6, you went too far, Jack. Right, so Mr. Car Wash is going to approach Tommy, write him a big check, let them go into retirement, and then slap on the Mr. Car Wash branding and apply their corporate playbook. Jack and I, we don't know if this stock is worth six bucks a share or 11 bucks a share. That's not exactly our purview right now. It's not in our purview, Nick. No, we didn't whip out the old Bloomberg terminals for this story. No discounted cash flows here, Yetis. But Jack and I do know about takeaways. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Mr. Car Wash? America is experiencing the final wave of chainification. Yetis, so many American industries have been chainified already. From fast food to fast banking, you don't even think about it these days. But now, even highly physical, historically local businesses are consolidating into chains too. Jack, let's whip out the whiteboard. Bowling alleys have become chainified. Bolero, which is a giant bowling alley company, they want to buy out up to a thousand local American bowling alleys. Swimming pools have become chainified. Pool Corporation spent nearly a billion dollars since 2020 buying local pool companies. Even funeral homes have become chainified. SCI consistently spends a hundred million dollars a year buying up local funeral homes. Besties, all of those are publicly traded companies. All are growing in size and they're all doing it by making mom and pop shops an offer they can't refuse. And then they apply their corporate playbook of efficiency and profit growth. Yeah, these entrepreneurs are creating new companies every day in America. Mom and pops are selling every day in America too. Because America is experiencing the final wave of chainification. For our second story, Instacart just announced a huge update to their smart cart shopping cart. But we got to say, Instacart's smart cart has a bigger potential than the Instacart app. Jack, the most exciting IPO of 2023, what would you say it was, man? It was Instacart. It was Instacart. That was the most exciting IPO. The delivery app went public and it's now trading at a valuation of $7 billion. But Yetis, the way Jack and I see it, the biggest move Instacart's ever made was actually 
three years ago. In 2021, Instacart spent $350 million to acquire a smart shopping cart company. It's its biggest deal ever. They acquired Caper, which, by the way, isn't just a smart cart. We're going to say it's like a genius cart. This physical shopping cart that you push around the grocery store has GPS-enabled maps. It has a touch screen, and it has a payment cashier all built into the cart. It's like the Jimmy Neutron of shopping carts, Jack. <laughs> if a typical shopping cart is a dumb box of metal, which it is, by the way, a typical shopping cart has holes in it. Why does it have holes in it, by the way? Good question. Then this shopping cart is like a Tesla. Now, Yetis, if you live over in Chicago doing logistics, you may have seen the shopping cart at Kroger. Or if you live in New York, you may have seen these smart shopping carts at Fairway. They're in the wild because Instacart has moved past their delivery app to build physical smart shopping carts too. Now, Yetis, before Jack and I jump in T-Boy style to the news, we should explain what a smart cart actually does. This one does three things. And the first one is instant checkout. Instant checkout. Basically, this shopping cart, it'll scan your oat milk when you drop it into the cart. Like instantly, you get charged for it in the cart. It's got sensors all around it and it knows what you're putting in there. Or let's say, Jack, you want to buy one of your pineapples for your famous pineapple smoothies. You could just place that pineapple in your reusable NPR canvas tote bag and it would weigh them in the shopping cart. For my pineapple smoothie that I apparently love. The second innovation of this smart cart is a grocery list monitor. You can build your grocery list from home with the Instacart app and then cast that grocery list to the screen that's right there on the cart. And then when you're in aisle six, it's going to guide you around like Google Maps to find the food, won't it, Jack? Yeah, it'll be like, Jack, you wanted Hellman's mayonnaise? It's like 10 feet ahead on your right. Oh, you walked past it. Make a left and maybe you stop and get some tomato bisque while you're at it. And the third newest and biggest innovation of this smart shopping cart is ads. Ads, because Yetis, let's say you decided to drop in some cookies into your smart cart while you've been shopping. This cart will identify that you dropped cookies in and suggest you buy a pint of ice cream too. But Jack, what's the funny thing about this smart cart suggesting that you buy ice cream to pair with your cookies? That was a paid ad from Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, Ben and Jerry paid for the ad on Instacart. So like Instacart is double dipping on your mint chocolate chip sundae. They sold you more food because you bought ice cream. And they sold an ad to Ben and Jerry's. What are they going to make it judge you? Judge the food you're putting into your cart. Like as you're throwing the stuff in, it's like, um, you got blueberries. Did you mean to get organic blueberries? Tony's frozen pizza again. Your wife said Greek yogurt. Why did you choose Bulgarian yogurt? Well, the GPS is telling me to put the ice cream back. <laughs> So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Instacart with the smart cart? The game of groceries is still a physical sport. Yetis, the innovation of this smart cart, it actually reveals a fundamental challenge for Instacart. Grocery delivery just isn't mainstream, and it may never be. During the pandemic, grocery delivery surged, and it's still higher than it ever has been. Just 28% of Americans order groceries online at least once a month. Just 28% of us are ordering groceries online. And Instacart's earnings... They show flattening growth as well. So the vast majority, they simply prefer snagging groceries with their own two hands. And that's why this smart shopping cart is so key to Instacart's future. Because the data shows most consumers want to shop in person. The game of groceries. It's still a physical sport.
Airbnb. I just got invited to the first wedding of the summer. Yeah. Happens to be a gay wedding. Nice. Very excited to attend. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay. Second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, you make money while you sleep and while someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect her? It's protect her. Yeah, it's like that it's a thrilling mystery my wife and I listened to on Audible. It actually got adapted into a TV show, but it was way more riveting as an audiobook, wasn't it, man? It's about a tech executive who disappears when his company gets indicted on accounting fraud. But he disappeared... To protect her. And honestly, we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop we'll that. We listen to the whole audiobook on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. For our third and final story, the trending New Year's resolution this year it's no spend January. And no spend January reveals something bigger about the whole economy. Uh, Yetis, we've talked about the number one resolution this year for New Year's, haven't we, Jack? Well, the number one resolution this year is the same as every year. It's to lose weight. Uh, yeah, but our New Year's resolution is um, it's January this year. We're just about done planning the whole year this January. January, Like, Jack, haven't you planned like literally like four trips in like the fall already? Yeah, we're talking about business. But for pleasure, I've booked a trip in April, a trip in June, a trip in July, and a trip in December. Must be nice, Jack. <laughs> but yeah, A couple of those trips were just drives. But Jack, what's the trending resolution new to 2024 this year? No spend January. No spend January. You only spend on essentials like food, water, shelter, and your monthly bills. The kind of stuff you need to survive in January. In no spend January, you can't spend on any new non-essentials like clothes, takeout food, or parties. Sorry, the manicure, it's canceled. Yes to toilet paper, no to that cute top. Yes to bread, no to the Buick. Walking is in, Ubers are out. And the hashtag no spend January already has 46 million views on TikTok as of yesterday. Besties, there's so many of us who are trying out no spend January this year. It's actually spawned another social media trend. Yeah, what is that trend, man? Loud budgeting. Yetis, loud budgeting is an ironic reversal of the typical social media bragging that we're all used to out there. People always brag on social media about the expensive things they have. But with loud budgeting, you show off that you're not spending right now. Yeah, for example, our buddy Timmy. He often posts pictures of like his business class ticket to that beachside condo at Cabo. Yeah, it's our buddy Timmy. He's showing off on Instagram about all the splurging he's doing right now. But with loud budgeting, your buddy shows off their staycation that cost them no money at all and they still had fun. That's loud budgeting. And loud budgeting is the social media challenge of the no-spend January New Year's resolution. You're not bragging about the new handbag you bought. 
You're humble bragging about no handbag. Jack, here, watch this four-minute video of me not going to Target right now. Look how much I'm crushing No Spend January. Could have been a Target run, but it's just, it's just me. But No Spend January also shows something bigger about the economy we live in. Yeti's inflation has slowed down, but its impact hasn't slowed down. We're still in a world of inflated prices, so people are trying to save a buck or two. So Jack, what's the takeaway for all our buddies doing No Spend January? The newest cast of influencers is Finfluencers. Yetis, when Jack and I were considering doing this story, the surprise to us wasn't that No Spend January is an actual resolution. It's how that resolution happened. It happened because of Finfluencers. Finfluencers, the financial influencer. Finfluencers, they become the go-to source of money advice. Nearly two-thirds of people 18 to 24 use TikTok for financial advice. And half of people 18 to 24 have made financial decisions based on a TikTok Finfluencers video. So No Spend January is the New Year's resolution to know right now. And Finfluencer is the term to know right now. Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us for the new Friday? Mr. Car Wash has grown to 425 locations by buying up local mom and pop car washes. Mr. Car Wash, it represents the final phase of American chainification. For our second story, it's Instacart. They've moved beyond their app to a physical smart shopping cart. Because the game of groceries, it's still a physical sport. And our third and final story is No Spend January. That's the popular New Year's resolution to buy no non-essentials for a month. And how did this resolution start trending? It's all thanks to Finfluencers. Financial influencers on TikTok. Which in a way, we kind of are, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> the best news, this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. First, it is official. 2023 was a record year for bankruptcies. There was actually a 72% jump in bankruptcies last year. High interest rates are a key reason that WeWork, Bed Bath & Beyond, and Party City all filed for bankruptcy last year. And second, France just selected its youngest and first ever openly gay prime minister. He's a millennial. His name's Gabriel Attal, and he's now the prime minister of France at the age of 34. And finally, the SEC has officially approved it. They changed their rules to allow a Bitcoin ETF. The approval is here, and it will let anyone with a brokerage account invest in Bitcoin. Even our buddy Bitcoin Ben. Now time for the best fact yet. This one sent in by Yeti Mason Gravelly from lovely Palmetto, Florida. Our boy Mason paddled on a stand-up paddleboard across Lake Okeechobee in Florida. Turns out Mason is, he's that man from Florida uh, because that is an alligator-filled lake, isn't it, Jack? <laughs> he paddled past 30,000 alligators that are swimming in that huge lake. Uh, okay, but then we got curious. And Jack, you're a Gators fan. Um, Can you sprinkle on more context to the population of gators in the state of Florida? They shouldn't call it the Sunshine State. They should call it the Gator State because there's 1.2 million alligators in the state of Florida. Yeah, there are more alligators in Florida than there are people in Wyoming or Delaware or Montana or Vermont or eight <laughs> other states, in fact. It's so wild. You can get so close to gators there, too. What you'll need is a smell phone, Jack, because then you can smell the gators and then you can know you to move really quickly. That's a new use case for the smell phone. Yetis, you look fantastic for the new Friday. And actually, before the three-day weekend, we could use a, a fact on MLK Day. What do you think, Jack? If you have the best fact yet about the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., 
We would love you to submit it at tboypod.com to us. It could be a fact about his life, his speeches. We want to hear your fact. We've also got a link in the episode description right here. Send us that fact, and Nick and I will see you tomorrow. Smell you later, alligator. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that really came together. I just circled back on that one, Jack. <laughs> And before we go, a shout out and congratulations to Yeti Boris Schmuckler from Kazan, Russia, who works over at Intuit here in America. He just took his first big vacation in 20 years. And a happy birthday to bestie Brittany Lee, who's turning 30 over in Brooklyn. And happy belated birthday to Jeff Wilson in Roseville, California. And Delia Anaya celebrated a birthday with a hike and a husband and her two boys. Happy 27th birthday to Dana Giles in Wayne, Pennsylvania. And happy 21st birthday to Max Giles, also in Wayne, Pennsylvania. And happy 12th birthday to Andrea Alvarado the president of the School Newscasting Club in Patterson, New Jersey. And a happy birthday to our mid-Panther buddy, Lizzie Horvitz, from Cleveland, Ohio, the Paris on the lake. And to anyone else who's celebrating something today, make it a T-Boy. Celebrate the wins. This is Jack. I own stock of Instacart, and Nick and I both own a Bitcoin. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. We want to get to know you. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.